Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone out there in the big wide world. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein with Our Wondrous World yet one more time. How are you doing? I have missed you. You know, it's been some time before, you know, I got myself into doing one more program, but there was a very good reason for it. I was simply doing something else. I was going deeper into myself for a few weeks, and I stayed away from a lot of things. But anyway, I am back now, and I'm back with you. And please get in touch with me, because I missed you. My email is either Dr. Dr. Helena Info, Info Short for Information, at yahoo.com, Dr. Helena Info at yahoo.com, or Activale at gmail.com. Activale is written A-C-T-I-V for Victor, A-L-E at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you. Yes, please get in touch. And here we are, yet again, almost into summer. At least here in Florida, it is like almost summer. So we are going to talk about changing our world. Well, you know, it's very much up to each one to change the world. And of course, you cannot change the world. You know that. I know that. I cannot change the world, although I have tried doing so for years. This is what I'm doing in my work. I'm actually trying to change the world, starting with one person at the time. And you know, it's not that I expect that person to go out and preach a message. No, that person will start to believe in this highest good. That person would start to activate that inner source or love and light within him and her. And once they start to do that, it will kind of shine to the rest of the world because everything is energy. We are sending out, we are emitting waves of energy to everyone else there. So what is not so good and is happening out there is actually reproducing. It's reproducing itself all the time. It's just sending out that energy in the world. And now it's very good if you can kind of be charged positively with this love and light energy. It will be so much better for you. And of course, now we have the chance. Do you know, there was, I think Americans know that uh, because this is part of American history. But I don't think people out in Europe know this story about Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks changed her world big time. She's dead since years back, but she is still being talked about. Rosa Parks was a black uh, housekeeper or cleaning lady, they probably said at that time, back in the 1950s. And she was taking the bus to 
the place where she worked. In the morning, early, and she took the bus back home in the evening. And the law in her state at that time, which of course was in the South, was that all black people had to sit in the back. They were not allowed to sit in the front, which is, you know, particularly for a Swede, it's so unbelievable, but this was actually the law. They could not sit in the front. And one evening, Rosa was on her way back home, and she was tired and hot and all those things, and was full in the back. But she just decided, no, shall I stand in the back with all the others? No, I deserve to sit down. I'm tired. So she sat down in the front of the bus. And big, you know, chaos among the whites. Oh, no, you cannot sit here. And it just ended up that I think she refused to step up. She refused to make a move. And I think uh, it ended up that she was arrested. But then she complained about this. And it took on that other people followed up on this. And everyone else started to follow up and doing the same thing she had been doing. So the bus company had to actually change the rules. They had to accept black people all over the bus. (laughs) And this is what I mean about standing up for your rights, for your human rights, rights as a person. Today, in this world, If you have been treated badly and you feel, no, I want to change these old rules. I want to make this a better world. You can. When Rosa Parks, who was a totally unknown person, could make such a big impression, maybe you can too. When I started this work, what I do now, I had... In a way, no idea what I was going to do. I just followed directions from a higher source. And the word started to get around. I still didn't know that I was doing something called healing. Other people told me that I was a healer. And I went along with that. And I loved doing it. And I felt... I started to make an impression in my world. And I came to certain countries and to certain villages and towns and cities. And they told me that after I had been there and sending out my light, love and light to people, the energy had actually changed in that place. And I guarantee some people will still say so today. Of course, now so many people are doing what I'm doing. So no one knows who is doing what. But, you know, whatever you do, and it is of the highest good, I tell you, it is going to work. Because there is somehow an energy, call it what you want, that is restoring balance, 
that wants life to be in balance. Look at nature. As soon as nature has been put down, nature comes back. And you have seen that. And you see how weed can grow up through the asphalt very quickly, as soon as there's a little crack in the asphalt. And that could only be like a little dot, a little, little hole. You can hardly see, but still some little weed or grass will get up through that little hole out in the fresh air above it. And also, I tell you, if if people would leave New York tomorrow, you will see that New York will soon be overgrown with green grass, trees, weeds. I mean, it would just be a bush out of New York very, very quickly because nature restores itself at all times. We are part of nature, and we will also restore ourselves somehow. So number one, this is what I said about, uh, yes, you never make yourself more successful than you make yourself. But it goes back to freedom. You are free to be. You're free to do. And I say this is the first step that you have to remember. You are free. Yes, unless you sit in prison, which maybe you do because of heartlessness in prison. And uh, then you have to follow certain rules, but you're still free to expand in your mind. You're still free to move your body most of the time. Maybe not leave that institution, but you can, you know, move your body. So there's so many things that you have forgotten that you can do to make this a better world because you have the freedom of choice. It's a very, very important point that we forget. Yes. It's just that thing with the freedom. And then also, when you now want to change the world, are you going to change others? Well, of course, that's the point. But we can't go and change others. I have never tried to change others. I kind of inform them. I inspire them. But I can never change someone. And if someone has a belief about whatever, if it's about God or or dictator, and they have that opinion, you cannot change that. You can inform and inspire for something else. But it's very, very hard to change a grown person. So that is the thing. So you have to make sure that your friends and people around you are the kind of people that you would like to be surrounded by. Sometimes, and I'm sure if you think about it, and you're surrounded by friends, They might not be friends at all. 
might just be envious of you if you're winning something, if you're good something. Do they praise you? Do they give you presents? How do you hug you? Maybe they just, okay, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> they're not very impressed. I've seen that around me an awful lot. No one has congratulated me of my so-called social friends. <laughs> so, but, you know, the thing is, you have to be happy within yourself first. That's very important. Satisfy yourself. And that is, of course, part of this freedom of choice, that you have to be happy with yourself. But then, as a two or three, you make sure that the people around you are on your side. And you can be very strong if you get people on your side. I would never have turned into that successful healer that I turned into being if people hadn't helped me, if they hadn't kind of promoted me, if they hadn't passed my, you know, me on to others, so to speak. And how I had all those interns and volunteers who had once been helped by me, who now were there helping me. And they just wanted others to come to my classes, to my workshops, and they went out of their way, particularly in Sweden and in Finland. You were fantastic in Sweden and in Finland also. You were wonderful how you helped me. Those two countries have been fantastic for my career, and I want to praise them now also on air for that, how you really, really were out to promote the cause. And we all need those people, those friends who are helping you in your good endeavors. So that is part one, two, three. So then uh, one thing in all this, though, that you also have to think about is don't allow the fear of failing make you stay in one place. Yes, don't allow that fear, that feeling of fear to fail. Oh no, you know, I should go out and do this, but you know, maybe I will not succeed. I never came that far because people contacted me before I got that feeling of even thinking about it. It was just I got into the being and doing right away. So still you have to make sure that you are honest to yourself what you really want to do. So please make sure that you feel in your heart that you're doing your right thing. And once you have that feeling that you're doing the right thing, And once you're doing the right thing, the light is always there for you. I tell you that out of my own experience. Once you do something out of the highest good, you will find help. People are coming to you to help you from the most unexpected sides. It's incredible 
how people sometimes want to help out. I have seen so much of that. I've seen the goodness out of people. Sometimes you get someone who is mean and rotten apple, and this is just part of nature, I suppose, also. But you must never allow them to take over your life. And you saw that, an example of that last summer when I was hacked, my website, when true evil tried to hurt this kind of work. Did I allow it to kill me, to put me down? No. Why should I? Should I waste the whole career because of bad apples out there? No. And this is what you have to think about also. So don't allow those people of the darkness to rule over your life. Nor should you allow those dark thoughts about fear to take over your life. Be honest towards the light what you really want to do. It's wonderful to have those good, good intentions. One thing to widen your mind is to learn another language. Well, it sounds so easy for me being Swedish. When we Swedes know four or five languages from the beginning because we learned that at school. And we have good teachers. And then we're very motivated to travel. Swedish people, and learn and hear that, Americans, because you travel a lot too. But Swedes travel more than any other people in the world. It's proven. <laughs> and wherever you go, I tell you, there's a Swede there. You can hear Swedish because they usually bring family. So, there we go. Learn another language. And once you learn another language, you want to understand that country more. You learn about that country's history, the culture, traditions, foods. And you become a much, much more interesting person. And once you are an interesting person, you become more aware of things. You know, when you have freedom in you, you become more aware. Or the other way around, when you're more aware, meaning more spiritual, you're more free. You go away from all that limitation and you do become a more interesting person. And now you want to learn more about the world. And once you learn about the world, you have much more understanding for the world. Understanding is such a good word. It goes together with love. I understand people. Understand the way you think. Understand the way you suffer. Yes. So learn another language. Well, first learn your own language properly, which I feel many 
have forgotten as well, particularly you know, now when everyone is texting <laughs> and you write horrible language. I see this with my own family. Well, I start to fall into that trap myself and that's shortening words and so on. But language means something. It has a certain culture. Each letter has an energy, just like each number has energy. So now, you have a purpose. That's another step. Where are we? Six? Yeah. Have a purpose. If you want to change your world, make a purpose. I have devoted probably 20 years to doing charity. And I mean 20 is over 20. But I've been very, very busy with doing charity. To do good for people. To be out there doing functions. To collect money for a good cause. And giving away lots and lots of money to charities. To young people, to sick people, to old people. Whatever was out there. Once you start to get that kind of purpose in your life, you become more open for everything. You find new friends. You find new great friends. And you find a joy in what you do. I enjoy doing the charities, I must say, and I met, start to meet people all over. I'm very, very well connected. If you know me or those people talk to me, they notice I know an awful lot of people everywhere. And it's very, very much through my charities. Because you move around where you walk around and you beg for money, of course. But you beg for helpers. And you talk to lots of entertainers. And entertainers out there are wonderful. They donate so much of their services, their talents. It's amazing. Regular people don't know how good entertainers can be out there to people, to our communities. So yes, maybe you have something that you have not done yet. You haven't been involved in the community. And here you've been complaining about that you didn't know enough people. Well, maybe you should get involved. And now the most important step of all, which is open up to spirit. Open up to love and light. Start to connect. And it was amazing when I started to be involved with charities, how open-minded people were. How generous people were in heart, in spirit. Yes, open up to spirit, to love. It's something that you should remember for all times. Open up to spirit. Did you hear that crystal? 
tones, yes, open up to spirit. It's very, very much worth it for you. And it goes through all times. If you're not feeling well, if you're feeling sick and tired, open up to spirit. I've spent a lot of time recently, these weeks, being connected with spirit. And, you know, it strengthens you. You you get to know more of the dimensions around you. And you understand how actually big time and complicated we are. I mean complicated in a good way. We are not just body and soul. We are body and soul, 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 soul in so many dimensions. And that you can keep on going on and on and on. And on. So start to connect with that inner light of yours. This is what we do in our sessions. And this is what we do in our, what we many believe is a meditation. But the meditation I do with you is not a meditation. It's a process going through you, going deep down in through you. And when people start to understand that and they do that process right with me, they notice the difference immediately. And I've had times when people have said, oh, this was an expensive meditation. (laughs) Yes, of course, it would have been a very expensive meditation if this is what it was. And I said, I noticed you didn't, we didn't get it. Let's do it again. Let's make this a little longer time and do it all over again. Just this process. And now they're more serious in relaxing and listening. And wow, I can see on their faces that yes, they got it. Or I feel it through the airwaves. Yeah, they got it. And sometimes I feel no. He didn't get it or she didn't get it. I said, well, call me back another time because I want to do it with you again. Just this process. Because this process that we do is going through the dimensional self, your dimensional, your multidimensional self. And you are it. You are very special. You are an incredible human being. Sometimes people don't like that. They feel I'm patronizing them. So you're special. But you are. Why don't you get it? You just have to act like it. And then they say, oh, I'm not special. I'm just like everyone else. Yeah, we are incredible. Because each one of us had that creation within them. And this is what it means to be created in the image of God. And what is God? Love and light. And energy. 
Whatever you believe, though, you're right. You just have to see how it works for you and what you're getting out of it. So there we go. Yes, we are love and light. And those are the words I would like to say before we start the process of light going through you, which we're going to do now. So you take a deep breath. And relax your body. Relax your neck. Your shoulders. And you lean back. You let your shoulders drop. Your arms, your hands will drop. On the side of the chair or on your lap. And yes. Your feet will rest on the floor or on the ground if you're outside. You feel so relaxed. In an instant, you feel a deep, deep relaxation. You are at ease now. Strongly, strongly at the light. And now you put yourself in a ray of light. And this ray of light is coming down over you from above. And you stretch up your arms up into that light. Your hands as far into the light as you can go. And pull down the light. Down over you. It enters into the top of your head, into your brain cells, into your thoughts, and start to illuminate your thoughts into new bright thoughts. I am of the light. I am of love and light. I can. Yes, I can and I will and I shall be representing love and light. I'm sending the message of love and light to my own thoughts and to my actions. I start to send it out. I start to move on this. I start to do. I start to say. I start to think love and light. And now more and more light is coming through you. It goes down into your heart, into the soul of your heart, into the heart of your soul. And you take a deep, deep breath. And you feel more and more and more connected and in harmony. You start to realize now that you are actually a creation of this power. This is the source of you. 
This is the source of you and of the universe within you. And now you allow more and more and more light to shine down over you. Smile. You are at peace. You feel love and light in you. You experience love and light in your chest area. Straighten up your spine, your shoulders. You take a deep breath. Yes, I am a child of the light. I am love. This is my choice to be love and light. You stretch your shoulders. You stretch your arms way up high again and you grab some more light from that source of the universe called I am the light and you take that energy and bring it down to that love and light within you that comes from that And you are now in a oneness, in an incredible oneness of love and light. And now you decide to send this out in the world. We send it out to those areas in the world where they need love and light. You send it to those who are responsible. You send it to those who suffer. You send more and more love and light to the people of troubled areas of this planet Earth. And you feel the more you send out the more you're beginning to receive. And you send out more. You straighten out your arms into the world. And now you pull down more light from the universe with your hands down over you and out into the universe. You are receptive. You receive from the universe. You are given love and light energy from this universe. And you now, after your heart, you pass it on to others. You do it lovingly. You do it unconditionally out of love without any rewards because in your giving that your reward 
It makes you feel better and better and better. And you give to those who you love. You give them more and more and more. And they will now pass on that love and light to those around them. This is being in touch like never before. You feel it. You know it. We are now in the process of creating light within us and to passing it on to others unconditionally. Your light is being received. You receive it. Others receive it from you. And you take a deep breath now. Yes. You take a deep breath. You feel energy. You feel you have now increased your powers. Immensely, I am the light. And now, slowly, slowly, we are going to come back to here and now. This is Helena Stein-Hornstein. You can have a recording of this meditation and process from my website, www.findingyourinnerlight.com and www.bodysoulconnection.com. Those websites are there for you at all times. I have a newsletter. It's free. I don't share your name with anyone. No, I don't. Don't even believe I would be so tempted to do so. I wouldn't like to share my address with anyone that I don't know. So you give it to me for the webs for the newsletter. It is then kept in a vault with constant contact, the distributor of the newsletter. They don't even see that list. The computer is sending the newsletter to you from that list, from that world. So there we go. Again, this was your little private session with me today. I hope you're well. Keep in touch with me, and I should be back with you shortly. Thank you so much for tuning in. My email is drhelenainfo, drhelenainfo at yahoo.com and activeail at gmail.com. Have a wonderful continuation of this day, a wonderful tomorrow, and continue with the light, with the light.
Continue with love and light during your day. So be good. Goodbye, everyone. See you soon. Bye-bye.